This is the CMB Podcast, session number 39. Hey friends, welcome to the Christian Music Blog Podcast, the CMB Podcast. Uh, we seek to serve artists and songwriters in their journey of music making through eyes of faith. My name is Nate Fancher. I am the host here at ChristianMusicBlog.com, where we cover a wide variety of topics and subjects that matter to the Christian musician. If you're looking to grow and expand in your artistic craft as a musician, and also uh, develop a more biblical worldview of making music and what music is, then I invite you to join us. Every one of us here at CMB are on that same journey. Even the ones who are ahead of us, some of the more experienced ones who, who we've had on this podcast are on that journey as well. No one has arrived, right? So if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I invite you to check out christianmusicblog.com slash gift for a gift that I give to you. And um, in fact, I'm going to be talking a little bit about that gift in today's episode, but um, I want to just say thank you for checking out the podcast. So again, just go over to christianmusicblog.com slash gift. All right. So as we wrap up 2013, I mean, it's hard to believe we have uh, just a little bit of 2013 left here on the calendar. Um, I, I want to just wrap up the year uh, with with something that'll really serve you guys. Um, we're going to do something a little different in the next few episodes. It's not just uh, going to be the normal uh, format. Um, I want to get really practical and provide you with some ideas. I've, I've thought these through, just some things that that I want you guys to be thinking about as you look um, forward, as you look at next year, and um, some things that I believe you will see some results in as soon as you start working on them. Um, so for the next four weeks, each episode will be just you and me and something that you can take and apply right away. These episodes are going to be shorter um, and sweeter, hopefully sweeter. Uh, I'm learning um, that taking action and putting one foot in front of the other is really the only way to grow in anything. Even in our walks with Christ, we aren't merely merely hearers of the word, but we're doers. Um, You know, that's, that's actually a biblical uh, reference. Um, I'm reminded of Paul's words uh, to the Ephesians where God speaks through Paul saying that we are his worksmanship, his handiwork, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we should walk in them. These aren't works that save us, works, quote unquote, that, that um, get us right with God. They're works that come forth from a life that has been saved, right? I mean, action is a huge part of anything in life. No one just sits around on their hands and sees things happen. Now, our source of energy in life and vitality comes by resting first. Um, And this is a a huge distinctive with the Christian faith. We abide in Christ and we see his life and his energy work in and through us. Um, Tim Timmons, he was on the podcast here recently. Um, A a very important episode. I encourage you to go back to that episode. And uh, the episode actually escapes me at the moment. So I'm going to look for that. And while I'm looking, I'll continue to talk. But um, this was one of the things that we, we talked about with Tim I mean, it's one of the great mysteries of the Christian faith, rest and working, right? Um, so I encourage you to check that out. That's It says here, uh, CMB 36, Tim Timmons. So that's 
uh, going to be, you know, christianmusicblog.com slash session 36. Every one of our podcast episodes just has a number after the word session. So um, I encourage you to listen to that if you haven't checked it out. So that, that, that that's where we're going uh, for the next four weeks. Um, going to get practical, going to get actionable. And, um, and, you know, these are four things that every musician should do in the year 2014. So let me just go over those four things, and then we're going to go over just the first one to, in today's episode. That's, that's today. So, um, yeah, looking forward to diving right in. Um, number one, 20-mile march. Uh, we're going to talk about that today. That's the idea of daily activity, and it's a, a profound thing. We'll get into that in a moment. Number two, upgrade your tools. That's going to be next week. Um, I think it's important for every one of you who are musical in this day and age that we live in, you have to have some skills with regard to recording um, in the studio. You don't have to be a professional engineer necessarily, but we'll get into some of that stuff and just the value that comes from learning a few things. I'm not talking about going to school. I'm not talking about a huge thing where you become um, you know, a, a professional engineer in a studio, running a studio business necessarily. But we'll get into all that. That's number two, upgrade your tools. Number three, connect with your listeners. Connect with your, your, uh, your people. <laughs> Master the internet. Understand what the internet uh, provides and affords people like us who are independent artists. It's amazing what can happen nowadays. That's number three, connect with your fans. Build your audience. Number four, harness inspiration. Um, and this is, has been so important for me as a songwriter, um, as a music maker. There's a mystery of creativity, I think, that is oftentimes um, just too complicated for people, that, too complex, meaning they, they make it more hard than it should be. And I, and I just want to talk about decoding that mystery, um, harnessing inspiration, understanding how that works and how creativity really works. And um, yeah, so that's where we're headed. Um, the next four episodes. So today we're going to be diving into the importance of daily activity, and we're going to talk about something very powerful that Jim Collins calls the 20-mile march. That's today on the CMB Podcast, Session 39. All right, so the 20-mile march, this is so profound, so important. It's just really impacted me. Um, I encourage you to read. There's a book. Everyone knows about the book, Good to Great, right? It's a, it's a Jim Collins bestseller. Um, millions of copies sold. And it's, it's, a, it's a business leadership book. Um, but I think people who are musicians, people who are in uh, the business of music, independent artists, that's a business. Um, and so this book would be really important for you to read if you haven't read it. Um, there's another book that he wrote called Great by Choice, and um, more of a follow-up to, to his book, Good to Great. And um, he goes into this this uh, thing that is called the 20-mile march, and um, it's just really, really important. Basically, he he goes into this this, this story. It's a true story about a, um, an expedition that two, um, two travelers, two explorers, uh, were, were going to the South Pole in 1911. Their names were Roald Amundsen and Robert Falcon Scott, and um, and so they had two teams. Um, and explained simply, the twenty mile march it, it cites th- this example of this strategy that these two guys had. They were they were very different. They each had a goal, the same goal, to get to the South Pole in um, October t- uh, nineteen eleven, 
long time ago. And yet their strategies, their their methods of getting there were very, very different. And um, as you will find out, they, they it, it was a hugely uh, important distinction. The, it was a round-trip trek, and it was about 1,400 miles, uh, the equivalent of the distance from New York to Chicago and back. So imagine from New York to Chicago and back. That's a, that's a long trip. Um, the environment was uncertain. It was unforgiving. Temperatures were going to be very cold. They had no means of modern communications. You know, think of all the technology today that they would have had. Um, and a, a, a rescue, if there had been any sort of, you know, danger, of course, would have been very improbable. Um, so it was so important for them to have strategy and for them to um, have a plan. And, um, and only one of these leaders actually led the team to a successful um, goal to, to actually reach the South Pole and, and safely did it. The other team um, was defeated and, and people died. Amundsen, he's uh, one of the guys, he prepared rigorously for years um, in advance of his journey. He learned um, how to work in cold conditions. He learned about living with Eskimos. He, he did all kinds of research. He was ready. He trained his body, his mind. Um, and yet the other guy presents a, a pretty big contrast to, to him. His preparation, uh, Scott, his preparation was very limited, and the plans he made were based on his own intuitive conclusions um, instead of research and all that kind of stuff. Um, Amundsen stored three tons of supplies for all his guys. He got ready. He used sled dogs, um, learned from the Eskimos, and um, Scott used motor sledges. They were unproven um, things, and they, they failed within days of his journey. With regard to supplies and, and stuff to get through the journey, Amundsen carried enough of supplies that if he were to miss um, something or if there was going to be a mistake, he'd have enough to go um, hundreds of miles if he missed a supply depot along the way. The other guy, Scott, he ran everything really close to the edge. Um, his calculations weren't always so great. And even missing one uh, supply depot would, would be really, really detrimental to them. On uh, December the 15th, 1911, Amundsen and his team reached the South Pole. He and his teammates, they plant the, the Norwegian flag representing their Nor- Norwegian folks <laughs> and, uh, and then went right back to work. Um, and meanwhile, Scott and his team are 360 miles behind. And a month later, more than a month later, Scott finds himself staring at the flag of the uh, the Norwegian flag at the South Pole, um, just feeling so defeated, of course. And Amundsen had already traveled 500 miles back north, meanwhile. And um, safely, they return. Amundsen and his team reach home base January 25th, the precise day that he had planned. And um, running out of supplies, Scott and his team stalled in mid-March, exhausted. And um, months later, actually, a, a British... Um, reconnaissance party found the frozen bodies of Scott and two teammates. Uh, pretty sad story. His whole team had perished, actually. And, um, you know, there's a striking difference between the preparations of the two men, uh, the discipline between the two men, and, um, and that's there. But that's not all of the story. And this is where it gets really, really interesting to me. Because, um, yes, there's so much to be said about planning, preparation, calculations, um, and anything that we do, but here's where it is super, super uh, mind-boggling to me. I love this principle, and it excites me because I think any one of us can apply this. Throughout the journey, um, Amundsen 
he um, adhered to a regimen of consistent daily progress. As they were going on their journey, he, he fine-tuned a pace of going between 15 and 20 miles per day regardless of conditions. And this is what's so important about, uh, and this is why it's called the 20-mile march. Regardless of conditions, whether the weather was awesome or terrible, they would press on 15 to 20 miles a day. And, um, and there was someone actually on his team that suggested they go faster, and he said no. They needed to rest and sleep so as to continually, this is a quote from the book, continually replenish their energy. Um, so Scott, the other guy, he would sometimes drive his team to exhaustion on good days and then sit in his tent and complain about the weather on bad days. So Amundsen clocked in at the South Pole right on his um, his his time that he knew he would be there. He averaged 15 to 20 miles a day. And um, Scott, in contrast, um, he didn't reach it. He fell behind really early with no plan of having any sort of daily consistency. And um, conditions, they worsened, which, um, which stalled him even more. Uh, but yet, this principle is what did it. It wasn't even so much the planning. I, th- I, I think, obviously, planning is important and all that, but there's something about the daily consistency for their progress um, every single day. So how do we apply this to us as artists and musicians? The point is, is that we need to have a daily, habitual consistency that we can measure um, by setting goals, by setting um, mile, milestones along the way, and I tell you what, if you um, just commit to anything, and this isn't even just about like, um, I mean, it could be anything. It could be your practice performance. It could be some of the things that we talk about in the next few episodes. Um, you have to have a daily um, discipline. I, I, I guarantee you, you will see immediate results if you can do something every single day. Instead of, instead of doing these really long things per, uh, sporadically here and there as you schedule them, try to plan like for songwriting, for example, if you if you were just to sit down for thirty minutes to an hour a day, I mean, you could even pick the time as as you were able, and that little thing every single day that adds up so much more than the um, one off big you know three or four hour um, sessions that you might plan, you know. And there's something about that just planning it into our life. Doing this also builds confidence because you're able to look back and see. Um, real growth that you've done. And so I encourage you to have um, something in your schedule where you are watching um, how you're growing. So you're making notes and you're doing something like, you know, you're taking day one, day two, I don't know, something like that. And and you're recording what you're doing some in some way. So this, this, this uh, principle applies to whatever we're going to do. And that's why I wanted to start with this first, because Everything from this point forward that we talk about in this little uh, four-part series before we kick 2014 off, um, you have to have a, a, a daily mindset. Now, you know, some some folks I've, I've talked to, they, you know, it's not a seven-day-a-week thing. It's probably a five-day-a-week thing. But the point is, is consistency produces results far more than um, huge events. So you can apply this to your spiritual life, your prayer life, your devotional life anything and everything, if you just take 30 minutes to an hour a day on things that you want to improve in, um, and I'd encourage you to just today pick one thing, and um, and what I'd like for you to do, this is sort of the action point for this particular podcast, 
if you can head over to the the show notes for today, I mean, they're going to be really simple, just talking about the 20-mile march. But if you can, um, in the comments section, leave me, leave us a, um, a comment saying what your 20-mile march is going to be, uh, your number one 20-mile march for 2014. Um, and specifics. So don't just, you know, say, I'm, I, I want to be a better songwriter. No, say, I'm going to spend 30 minutes Monday through Friday from... 6 to 6.30, 6.30 to 7, whatever, or an hour, whatever it might be, some specific way that you're going to apply the 20-mile march in your life. It could be songwriting. It could be um, your guitar practice, your instrument practice, piano practice, whatever instrument you play. It could be singing. Um, You know, as we get into some of these other things, as we get into talking about upgrading your tools, learning some skills um, for recording, um, as we get to, as we get into talking about internet marketing and connecting with people, knowing how to build listeners and connect with real, real people. Um, you know, these are, these are activities that you're going to need to put into your daily life. Um, and, 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 you know, especially this, this whole idea of harnessing inspiration, which we're going to talk about as well. Decoding the mystery of creativity is something that requires daily discipline. Um, so um, head over to christianmusicblog.com slash session 39 and leave us your, your 20-mile march. What is that going to look like um, for you? Um, I will actually go there and, and tell you mine as well. So head over there to christianmusicblog.com slash session 39. I'll leave uh, the first comment and, um, and I'll, I'll let you know my 20-mile march. I'd love to hear from you in your 20-mile march and how you are planning to consistently improve in whatever uh, area the Lord is putting on your heart. So that's it for this week's episode. I'm really excited about this because um, I, I want us to end the year well. I want us to go into 2014 excited and um, about our unique um, situations. Um, we're each in different places. I understand that. But but I've you know really learned a lot over this year doing this podcast, um, starting this, this blog, this new Christian music blog thing. And and actually, I want to even in the next few weeks really kind of, um, I'm going to be kind of candid with you guys and kind of share some things that I've learned along the way in this journey as a podcaster, um, as a as a blogger, and um, and so I I just simply want to give back to you guys. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you so much. You know, and um, I want to give back and just kind of give some pointers um, because I, I see a lot of uh, musicians myself included over the years up to this point I've I've made so many mistakes and um, I know that there are so many things I could do better and so I just want to bring those things up and um, I believe that if you can begin to apply these things you'll see immediate results um, I I have seen them just with christianmusicblog.com um, and we'll, we're going to talk about all that kind of stuff so anyway that's it for this episode Thanks for listening up to this point, and I just want to remind you that I have a gift for you. So head over to christianmusicblog.com slash gift, and uh, you'll get something for checking out the podcast. And actually, I'm going to be talking about that in a couple of weeks, because that is a part of this four-week thing, the gift that I give you. It's called the Evernote Songwriting Method. Um, It's all about harnessing inspiration, decoding the mystery of creativity, um, and head over there and you get that. It's a free download and also an audio talk that goes with a PDF guide. Christianmusicblog.com slash gift. All right. I hope it's going well for you. I hope you're enjoying December. We're wrapping up the year, putting up Christmas trees, 
it's a busy time. So those of us here, especially working in churches, we know that um, it's a busy, busy time. So grace to you, peace to you, and um, I'm excited. So we'll see you next week. We're going to be talking about upgrading your tools and the importance of all of that for you as a musician. Um, All right, adios. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the CMB Podcast. For more valuable content, including helpful articles and video, visit christianmusicblog.com.